Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, One Ritzel at a Time, back with the man, myth, the legend, and somebody who's helping One Ritzel at a Time fans every day, Matt, the mortgage guy. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Yeah, we might as well plug it up front. Greatmortgagebroker.com. If you want good advice, let us know where you're at, how we can help. And uh, another quick plug for, look at that studio behind you, man. Just coming together nicely. Fancy. <laughs> I'm having fun. I'm like, what do I put on the shelf now? Like, what? A, like, yeah. It's yeah, that's... think about it's fun. It's cool. Yeah, it looks good. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. Hey, one of the things we were talking about off camera is good old boy, meet Kevin. The man with $20 million in cash now is, is jumped on the crash videos. And uh, I think he put out a video just the other day. I have not watched it. You have seen it where basically he is parroting the standard rule of rates go up 1% real estate will crash 10% nonsense. Yeah. And, and, and in fairness, he said a lot of stuff. That was one of the things I disagreed with. A lot of the stuff I did agree with, you know, because 20,000 or besides 20 million cash, the guy's got 20 million in real estate. Mm. So the guy, so the guy is a big fan of real estate. That's where he started yeah. um, is, you know, real estate agent slash investor. Um, so um, I, I, I think he's, on the spectrum of, of, of fear mongering, not yeah. that far towards, you know, a, a FUD type of person who says markets are all crashing. But one thing I pulled out of it that I just, I, it makes me crazy when people say it is interest rates go up 1%, housing goes down 10%. Like it's just not true yeah. um, for a number of reasons. The first one being there's multiple things that go into real estate prices, right? And you and it's not just like interest rate is this, prices do this. No, there's supply and demand, there's buyer sentiment, there's all kinds of things that we have to factor in, not just the rate. Well, here's the deal. Kevin wasn't even born in the 70s. The 1970s show how just ir- irrational this assumption is. Rates went up in the 70s 600 basis points, 6%, which again, given this logic means Prices should have fallen 60%. It's, it's, and it didn't happen. Property actually went up. Because what people aren't talking about today, and Kevin's not old enough to remember this or has read about it yet, is wage inflation. Why is inflation raging right now is because of wages. Why can people buy more housing? Because wages are up. We live in a payment-based society. Rates went up 600 basis points. Properties doubled in a decade. That's not supposed to happen because wages went up 88 or 91% or something. It is far more complex than this. What I want to tell people all the time when I hear this nonsense about go up 1% and it falls 10% is if that is true, when ice cream sales go up, murders go up. There's this thing (laughs) called correlation and causation. Think about that. When does ice cream go up? In the summer. When do murders go up in the city, in the cities in the summer? Just how it seems to work, right? More people are out, more people are getting into trouble. It, are murders caused by ice cream sales? No, they just police officers should stand in front of Leatherbees and just they, do not let folks in. Yeah, just close all ice cream stores. That's it's yeah, it's mind boggling. And then a lot of people point to Q. Uh, Kevin specifically points to Q four two thousand and eighteen. He talks about his market of LA being down 12%. It didn't happen. That's nowhere in the charts. There's not a chart that you can show me that shows LA County going down 12% in a quarter. It's 
it's maybe bad memory, but I, if you could show me a chart, I'd love to see it because I know he says it, but just because someone says it doesn't make it true. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I think for me, for a simple minded me who wants to, you know, even for people that haven't been around for decades, if you want a simple example, I literally had a comment in, in, in my YouTube channel that said, quick plug, Math and Mortgage Guy on YouTube, go check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, when rates go to 5%, it's game over for real estate. And I was like, um, incorrect. You know, the previous 2018 is not that far ago. Prove that that was false. You can look at the end of 17 to the end of 18. And rates for all intents and purposes went from 4% to 5%. They did. Um, They've already gone up 1%. And we can't say that it doesn't have an effect on real estate because I think that it hasn't played out yet, right? Yeah, of course. But if we look back at that 1% increase where rates went all the way to 5%, the effect it had on real estate for, for my P brain, just looking at a chart, median sales price of houses, mm-hmm. it made real estate kind of flatten out, it right? Did. And, you know, I don't know what the final numbers were for 18 and 19, but, you know, 5%, 7% home price appreciation, mm-hmm. you know, a lot calmer than we've seen today. Because then you see 2020 when rates go down and it's just off to the races for yeah. real estate prices, right? But to think that rates going to 5% is going to end, it's going to cause a crash, it's, it's going to have this dramatic effect on real estate is just, we don't have to look back that far to say, that's not what happened. That's not what happened. Will it slow things down? I'm sure it will. Will it cause, you know, things to go from 15, 17 home price appreciation down to 5%, a truthful, like healthy level? I hope so. And probably, right? But a 30% crash because rates go to 5% is just not in the cards. And one thing to think about for everybody is there's there's more than one or two variables here, yes. right? It's not like rates this, real estate prices this. There's supply and demand and, and all the other things that go into it um, that we got to look at. So, um, you know, I, I try to keep things simple. And on my channel, that's all I do is like, if my simple brain can understand it, I hope you can too. Let's look back at the last time rates went to 5%. Did real estate crash and crumble? No. No. Yeah, so I've been doing this for 20 some odd years. I I was buying deals with 6-7%. I've actually I've actually bought property with 12% hard money loan. So I've been doing this quite a while. And what happens when rates go up fast is transactions slow. They do. Right. And again, when transit, when the mortgage rate got all the way up to, I think it was 16 and a half percent in 83. Did real estate crash? Nope. Real estate transactions crashed. They fell 50%. That's a crash. Values didn't change because of wages. Wages were up. Folks, we are in a wage inflation cycle. If wages were flat or negative, yeah, we'd have a problem. But that's just not the world we're in today. By everything I'm looking at, wages are up five, six, seven, eight, nine percent. Maybe they're not for you, but again, mortgages are built on, um, you know, the, the uh, community of buyers. So wages are up. It's just right. Yeah, and I mean, everybody's got something to point to where they think that this whole imbalance of supply versus demand gets fixed overnight. Mm-hmm. You know, some people say foreclosures. Some people say there's more building than than ever. And, you know, they've got multitude of things to point to. Mm -hmm. I think that 
One, we've already seen people coming out of forbearance are not foreclosing. The data is, is clear. Just not if, there. If you want a fear monger, say, oh, look at foreclosure numbers. They're up 30%. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're up They're up from a period where you couldn't foreclose. Yeah, they're That's up 80, 87%. Right. Yeah. Right. You, yeah, you look at it versus the same time period in 2020, January or 2020 of 19, and we're actually down like 50 plus percent exactly. on foreclosures. Um, and so that's not going to help. The, the building, although it's happening more than it has in the past, it's still not enough, right? And it's and, not coming online. Builders just came out yesterday, home builder survey, talking about garage doors, windows, and cabinets. They're having months of dead days. So yeah, an in-process home is not make it livable. Right. And, and then the funny part is two people are like, all this building that's going on, this stuff's going to hit the market. It's going to flood the market with inventory. If you don't know how it works, I'll give yeah. you a quick sneak peek. They're already sold. <laughs> Three, six, nine, 12 months before they're built, they're sold. Yeah, it's not completely it, sold out. It's not empty inventory. Right. Uh, yeah. They don't wait until it's like, okay, we're done. Who wants one? And then 400 houses come on the market, right? Yeah, like, like everyone that. has been spoken for 180 days before the thing is livable. Yeah, it's funny. I do find it really interesting that meet Kevin. He is, I've actually seen him go from Kathy Wood to Peter Schiff. Kathy Wood, right, where he was buying all these crazy stocks with high valuations and no earnings, sold out of that. Now he's got Peter Schiff. He's buying gold and stuff. It's, it's, it's really interesting. So he's, he's, he is, uh, he's gone from one extreme to the other for sure. Yeah, I haven't watched as much of his stuff lately. I've always enjoyed him. Uh, seems like, uh, you know, great dude, but I, I feels like, uh, you know, with all this turbulence in the market, he might be spinning out a little bit right now. Yeah, that's what I thought. I, I told him, I told him, Brian, I think I did a video on it. I was like, Kevin, dude, you need to take a week off and get away from this because you're on tilt. And if you ever played poker, going on tilt's not a good thing. Right, right. Yeah, crazy stuff. Well, <laughs> let's, let's plug uh, greatmortgagebroker.com again, because again, you're helping people in my community every day, which I appreciate. And if you're even working with someone else and you want a second opinion, reach out to his team. How do you want them to do that? Go to greatmortgagebroker.com. Yeah, and like Mike said, just let us know where you're at, how we can help. If you're working with somebody else, sometimes it's just us saying, yep, it looks good. Yeah. Or other times it's saying, well, it doesn't seem right. You know, I talk to more people and I think I surprise people. I talked to someone this weekend and I, and I said, you know, they had been working with a mortgage broker that helped them with five deals last year. I said, I think you're set. They've got all your stuff. Ask this question and that question. And let me know on Monday or Tuesday if you want to circle back with us. But they should be able to take care of you. Got all the same stuff I've got. Here's the two questions you want to ask. There you go. Very cool. Thanks, buddy, for all you do. Thank you for being a part of the channel. Take care. Thanks, Mike. Uh-huh.